Okay, now I see your little face. Greetings. 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 <laughs> it's uh September 19th. 2019 and i have the amazing honor as saint myself to welcome my amazing 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 truly beautiful good friend good love good person good woman zoe marie everyone welcome her let's give a round of applause <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you so much great to okay see you. um you know I, w- I want to get straight into things because we actually just had a great conversation before I convinced you to even have this podcast. So, like, thank you. Thank <laughs> right. you. Um, there was uh, there was a conversation we were having about toxic masculinity and toxic femininity, mm-hmm. and also healthy and healthy. It was a great conversation. A lot of things were understood that to you and I because of what we know can be more common sense than something that would require more work to understand um Mm -hmm. and before we got off the phone you said there was something you wanted to ask me right so again just all glory for this day thank God that we're here to connect you know my intentions are to uplift to enlighten and to love so um, I'm honored to have you here and um yeah you wanted to you wanted to ask me a question I'm all ears. Okay, well, so we kind of ended on perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Of yeah. a female and a male with communicating with each other without getting offended or attacked, attacked in the conversation. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> I feel attacked. Do you even like me? All those negative emotions that come with not ego. knowing how to uh, ego and not yeah. knowing how to express yourself but following that um, you mentioned mm. even in previous conversations that you know you were an empath mm-hmm. and my question to you was when and how did you figure out that you had this ability and mm. could then use it Oof. moving forward to build future relationships yes yes okay three three different segments of time came to me to answer that the first one was um the worst in terms of severity anxiety or and or panic attack i've ever had it was senior year of high school. Of that day, I had uh, a reaction emotionally, obviously, and spiritually and physically to some turmoil that was happening at home. Someone was trying to disrupt my life and it had caused me to react in this particular fashion because I wasn't processing it. And it was at that time in, in the pain that I had realized Mind you, this wasn't the first experience, but just to jump around, that it, in that moment, I look back and I realize it was in the pain that I realized that there was more to emotions and more to mind and more to trauma and more to being human than I had yet understood. Because 
nothing mm-hmm. had taken me over in that fashion before that I couldn't control. So being controlless, like I remember it got to the point where I was shaking, I couldn't breathe. And I, I remember walking out of class. I don't even think I asked a teacher to go to the bathroom. I was, I couldn't even look, like I literally couldn't even see straight. Everything was shaking. Like, what the fuck is this? Is this vitiligo, you know? Or wait, no, is that vertigo? <laughs> Vitiligo is a skin disease. We're working on it. <laughs> oh shit! We're working on it. Hey, you got you got to let that slide. You got to let that slide. That's fine. <laughs> no, my, no, no, MJ, no MJ. So <clears throat> it was it was in that in that moment. You know, it was heartbreaking. It was it was tumultuous for real. Like honestly, I was literally shook. So it was that moment. But you know, what? at the same time. My inner child, no matter how dark and just whatever things might have gotten me in terms of life and who I was around, I always felt like there was something within me that was guiding me, always. And it more so came out at times of like severe need. But when I was younger in particular, watching like Avatar and Naruto and only one Power Rangers I ever liked, and it was called Mystic Force. It didn't last very long. But it was this particular group of Power Rangers where they had got connected with something of nature and they all had elemental powers. It was mm-hmm. that one in particular, till this day, the only one I liked. And it purely was out of, they connected back with nature and they had like these amazing powers and psychic. And I was like, okay. So many years later, during senior year, here was a big shift for me. During senior year, two things happened. I truly started to connect with my yoga and meditation that I had just started learning based Mm -hmm. off of, I found one book at a bookstore and it changed my life. It was a bunch of pictures, so I didn't really have to read, but it was, it was like, (laughs) it was pictures of poses and things like that. But, um, I, I developed like just the mind and mind you, I was at the time of senior year, I was living with my spiritual teacher at the time who was a pastor or he was a, he was a priest. And, um, I was connecting with him and his family and everything like that, but he was more so helping me with what I was going through because he knew what my at-home life looked like. So he actually took me under his wing and let me live with him for some time. So I had to go to church every Sunday and that normality of life became consistent for me. But my mind, my mind senior year just continued, naturally just continued to shift. I was doing a lot of research lot of research that's where yoga really came in hand meditation astral projection which i had my first astral projection freshman year never forget it it was amazing but senior year i had my first lucid dream as well now in terms of death i died like ever like i have no fear of death now i have no fear of passing more now because when i was in my state of consciousness in my dream and real like I saw my reflection off of a bus mirror like glass off of a bus I was inside of a bus or maybe a subway I don't remember I was going somewhere and I was standing up and you know when like it's dark outside but it's light inside you can see reflections from what's inside I saw the reflection of myself and if you know any if you can imagine the scariest fear you've ever had I want you to imagine it so much so that you die from it literally that feeling and it was so powerful, so strong, it woke me up out of my sleep. What? So, research and things of that nature, not literally just 
my natural inclinations was to think and just connect with certain things. I was researching and studying stocks in the stock market and investing senior year and nobody was telling me to do this. Anything I was looking up, nobody told me to do. The history I was looking at, nobody told me to look this up. I cared more about what I was discovering because I felt like it was connecting me to truth. You understand? So um, that experience and I would say just my inner child, I never lost it. You know, I never lost just the, the purity. And that purity is that place of grace. That purity is that place of knowledge. And when, how do I say this? For me individually, discovering my like self image or my ego healthily at least you know after my first real relationship after my first real love and uh, many different experiences I started to see not just the power of what I do to me but what I do to others and the ripple effects of those things and how much trauma and pain and uh mentality I had taken from my childhood and transferred that into the young adult that I was becoming and what happened to me is I had a moment maybe over a course of time but I had a moment truly in my heart and in my, my being in my core where I realized there had to be a shift there had to be a change because since I was a little boy I've always had this bright vision of myself and what I'm here to do and as unexplained or maybe as understood, as misunderstood it could ever be to the world, it, it always remained within me. It was this great vision of light when I would just imagine myself in my car. Like literally when I would just clear all my senses in my mind, I would just feel this power of the universe around me. At the time, I didn't know that's what it was. But after seeing ripple effects of my actions and my consequences, um, and then getting back into studies, again, this is like post first real relationship. So like 20, the end of 15 and into 2016, um, a lot of solid, a lot of solitude as well. Um, a lot of solitude really started to connect me with my breathing, with my own vibration. And that's where meditation and yoga came in senior year was I started, I would even have like sharp pain sometimes or um, huge bouts of fear would like, like literally come upon me while I was meditating. And these were things that I had to embrace and I did. So me being the observer that I am as well to make a big picture, I remember how much I would just study people in rooms, how much I would just study like people in church every movement every gesture every weight like I didn't know it at the time but just literally I would study the waves I would study energy and I didn't know what I was doing but I knew I was doing something so then the knowledge of what is started to come to me the esoteric knowledge started to fulfill basically I had a blank canvas but I knew I had a canvas and the knowledge started to color it all the things I've been learning have been made, been making my life so colorful and so wonderful and joyful. And 
in the midst of all circumstances of all human beings on this planet, we're still alive. Like, there's of the, I think, trillionth of a trillionth of a trillionth chance of all things that exist for us to come into as a human. Like, the fact that we're still here, no matter what our circumstances are, they could be terrible circumstances. We are still alive for them to possibly change. And that that speck, speck or space, whatever probability or possibility of change will forever outweigh not existing at all. Do you understand? So the self-awareness aligned with the esoteric knowledge and the actual experiences of seeing signs the actual experiences of my prayers or my thoughts or connecting with certain experiences that validated that there was more. There was more than the Bible. There was more than church. There was more than greasy ass death soul food. There was more than <laughs> there was more than toxic femininity and masculinity. There was more than the hatred. There was more than drama and gossip. There was more than ignorance. And inside of myself naturally I had a calling for more so to this day I remember I met someone about a year ago actually around this time a year ago I was randomly walking down the street and he asked he like literally pulled over it was a like a chubby black dude with a fucking eye of raw necklace pulled over beside me he was like hey you need a ride no. I was like um uh, I'm alright chief uh, uh, I was literally like less than a block away of where I was going he was like no no come on let me take you I was like uh, I'm okay intuitively though when I got out of my mode of my mind and I just listened I just took a deep breath I said okay next thing you know we drove to the cafe I was going to and we sat down and had a conversation and the knowledge mind you this is a year ago stranger danger yeah for real but he was wearing black mm-hmm. and red and um the information that we exchanged at that table like I literally pulled out my journal I took notes I took notes and then he asked me he was like yeah you're gonna you're gonna be this and you're gonna be that yeah so he picks you up and you guys yeah like literally literally together literally I was like a block away he pulled over and for again this what the fuck I'm from New Jersey that's fucking weirdo shit like you nah don't do that but but again this is a year ago. Um, so we, we actually go to, we go straight to the cafe and we sat down, we started to talk. He asked me some questions and I was just in a place of being very open, honest and vulnerable. And he started to tell me certain things. This, this esoteric knowledge was just amazing of what he was saying to me. I was just amazed. And at that time, I think I was going through a transition of being down and out like in every way financially security everything so he uh he said to me he asked me so what's what's your name gonna be and let me tell you this just like my instagram name kings left gold Mm -hmm. it took me like probably a month maybe even three months of having kings left gold for me to even realize what the fuck it meant i didn't even know I really didn't even know. And as much context as to whiteness and Christianity as the word saint can be attributed to, I legitimately said to him, 
like my stage name is like Saint. And I, it just came out of me. And he said to me, that fits you very well. Saint, the meaning of Saint is uh, a sinner who's reborn to be of like angelic, basically. And <laughs> as many things as I've gone through, as many people who have been for me or whatever, tried to help me or anything of that nature, I started to understand the energy of God in terms of like love, in terms of intentions. And to make a big picture, again, just having experiences that validated what I was thinking, to have experiences that guided me to certain truths that if I didn't listen to my intuition, if I didn't listen to my fucking intuition and some experiences that I've had and I didn't take that route or I didn't stop and turn around and meet that person, oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like my intuition never led me astray. And that intuition purely, purely is connected to inner child, which is connected to the greater, the greatness within us. So having faith in that and discovering the word empath and this and that, I started to understand why I was the way that I was because I was connected to more, but my programming, at least egotistically or mentally, made me my own Satan. Now, the reason why I say Satan is this, because I know the, the Christian da, 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 on Satan and Lucifer is one thing. I'm going to break down the truth of what these two things mean. The word Satan means, it comes from the, the etymology of the word adversary. Our ego, if not uh, controlled and tamed, becomes the adversary. So we can be our own Satan in this world. Meaning, upon um, whatever financial or material gain we can ever have, it's only in the physical realm in terms of we're doing things for ourselves or whatever may have you. And then the term Lucifer, right? And I love telling people this. Lucifer is actually in Tupac's name. And I'll tell you why. Lucifer just isn't like a serpent or whatever may have you. Tupac Amari Shakur means the serpent that bears light and truth. And right. God damn it, he bore some light and some fucking truth yes. out here. Let's talk about that, okay? So, um, he goes to say that, uh, you know, that that's his name and that's the meaning. And the word Lucifer, right? Actually, I just did some research on this and some reading. Um, for those who do or don't know about the Kundalini, it is something that is naturally connected to the soulful beings of this world. Meaning, upon our spine, it's energy that's intertwined by two serpents, the yin and the yang, the divine masculine and our divine feminine. But we all have both sides, at least in terms of those who have souls on this planet. And there are beings who are here that don't have souls. But that's another conversation. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's another conversation. So really it, it came down to experience and knowledge. You know, that's really what helped me get to the state of um, understanding even the whole label of being an empath to me, I'm at the point now where I use it, but it, it still doesn't fit me. Like it, it's, it almost feels limiting to say I'm just an empath. 
you know. But anyway, my point is, um, Lucifer, the energy of Lucifer, what that means is the bearer of light. Now, if we know anything about Christianity or just religions, period, or knowing that the adversary definitely has a grip on this world, or at least in terms of America, because it's all based out of ego and material gain, which means it's anti-spiritual, right? Which means we are our own adversary. But Lucifer, the, the energy of Lucifer means the fire. It means the light that is within us that we must awaken to achieve greatness or our holiness. And we can become our own Satan when our energy gets trapped in our ego and we don't ascend to our heart and we don't ascend to our soul and our purpose and our meaning and our power. That's it. That's all I got to say about that. But I've been talking for almost 20 minutes straight. So, can you know, we switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) No, I love this. You're so interesting to listen to. Just keep it rolling. <sighs> I like Big Macs. I'm playing. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, fire. Oh, Within. Yeah, that's literally what it means. I... Uh, do, you, do you believe that everyone has a special ability that they just have yes. to figure out? Yes, absolutely. And I, the reason why I know that everyone has a unique individual experience is because there is literally there is no other in the entire existence of entire existence will there be another person that has the same fingerprint as you or DNA sequence as you like it's impossible and it will never happen again so to to know on that scale to know on that scale that we are that unique it only it only allows me to know and especially genetic sequencing that there are certain things that only i can do in a particular fashion in color and vibration that i can do it simple that's just the biological aspect but spiritually of course as well um i know that to be true you know well i believe everyone is you know a part of mass consciousness of the universe where our experience is what makes the whole universe yeah intellectual all-knowing um and basically we all just have a part in you know that's where all um a lot of the religions come from where whether it's like reincarnation or another place you know seeing someone again really is just mm-hmm. our perspectives and our experiences which helps the universe get know itself in all of our different ways yeah. which brings us together in mass consciousness so i feel that i feel that you know and for the for, for the listeners i, I want to say it like that too because what you just made is an excellent point a very like um courageous thing to say because it's the truth um which definitely breaks and defies a lot of perceptions of how things are but you know even like you said in a lot of religions they say the same thing but you have to have the eye for truth and not the eye for comfortability one of the things about me and christianity even since i was a little boy 
even though I used to act like a little Satan, a little fucking devil sometimes, <laughs> really? I, I never truly conformed to it. I never, like, my heart just would not allow me to conform to it. Like, there are people who wholeheartedly have. It, it wouldn't work for me. Literally, it wouldn't fucking work. And I tried. I did my best to find myself in this. But I realized, I heard this great saying one time, and this is very unique to me and you as well. There are people that find God when they go to a church or a mosque or temple. There are people who don't find God until they leave it and find one with nature. I was someone that had to leave it. I had to find the truth in nature because ultimately it was the truth about myself. The world was telling me my self-worth and my value and who I was and what I was. I did not know for myself, so I had to find it. Do you understand? It was... Well, you see, from my perspective, it is... Hmm. Here's the thing about religion. You know, we all want to be a good person. We all want to have hope for something better. We all want... I just found a quarter. There, <laughs> we all want for there to be a reason and a why and an answer behind everything and having our problems and our troubles and someone something else's hands mm-hmm. so what I found with religion was of course people they want structure they want to be led you know they want to be sheep they say it oof so that they can be told what to do so that there's a rule book mm-hmm. for this is the test and how do I pass it? Mm-hmm. Pass it. There you go. So when there's, on the other hand, people who find their spirituality within nature and within themselves and seeking knowledge and love within themselves, it doesn't make sense sense to religious people because mm-hmm. they're scared to depend on themselves you know mm. they have to they have Oof. to have <laughs> backup with something else that I have to hold the blame or I have to have to put the responsibility on another source Yeah, because if I have to rely on myself mm-hmm. almost like yeah. they lose hope and it's kind of it's really sad in a yeah. sense because they say all the time like of course I grew up Christian too like I went to church yeah. with my mom every Sunday and it's always yeah. like you know I put my troubles within Jesus I put my mm-hmm. faith and my hope within Jesus without Jesus I am nothing I you know have to what? put it in God I have to put it in this yeah. there's, third party there's, but there's so many things that I learned back in church that was like the foundation for certain things that I understand now. Like, for example, faith. Like, for example, like what faith is, literally, like, really, like what faith is, um, purely. You know, there's some fundamental things that I, I, I learned there, but, I, excuse me, I learned the concepts there, but I, I gained the understanding through actual experience in life. Mm-hmm. 
So, yes. you know, it's not to dismay and it's not to say that, you know, Christians or whoever may have you, they don't actually have hope. They do. There's very hopeful as people that I know, but we're just speaking on the box, right? Intentions are right. still there. The spirits and the hearts and the love and the faith and the hope still there. It's yes. just, it's just a matter of what are they standing on? Oh, exactly. Exactly. What is the foundation of how they want to? Yeah. So, and you know what? Yeah, I'm, all religious people, like you know, they're they really truly want to love and see the results of the efforts they put mm-hmm. here on this earth, mm-hmm. you know. And it all comes purely from this love from the heart. Well, let me let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. Um, in terms of in terms of your understanding of your intentions okay uh when okay. when you have for example right now this podcast do would you say that you are a spiritual person and if so what does that mean to be spiritual because that is separate and opposite of religion so what, what would you say about spirituality of our essence? So for me, mm-hmm. again, going back to what I said previously, spirituality is just seeking knowledge and truth within myself. So for me, it would be based on, you know, getting connected with my chakras and um, energy within my body and just kind of meditation like mm-hmm. just spirituality is pra- practices to better yourself like to seek knowledge and seek love and to seek energy within yourself so of my own reflection of my own ego and the nature around own, you right so, like, again, um, what would be used for, like, the nature around me, like, for my chakras, you know, these crystals or um, earthing, um, which is a practice which is, you know, being barefooted with in the sand or the grass or whatever and just feeling the foundation of the earth that way, um, bathing in the sun, meditation, any just being one with nature because that's just where we come from what we are in a sense and abundance and just mass consciousness so that goes back to your own core rather than versus religion where you go to you know, a book or an outside source that you want to praise and give thanks to. But with spirituality, I'm just praising and thanking myself and knowing myself and my emotions and how I think and what I do and how I feel and just kind of getting back to the core of who I am. Mm-hmm.